Hello and welcome back to Black Oak House Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode, the finale of Misfits, Season 4, Episode 8, The Price to Pay. Howard Overman comes back to write the finale and once again directed by Dusan LaSaverick. I believe I said that as close to right as it's going to get. I gave this episode an 8.5 out of 10. I thought it was a pretty good finale for a rather, you know, bumpy fourth season. We've talked about it enough, but we definitely saw that our characters have at least decided, despite their many squabbles and seemingly dislike for each other, to uh, be a team. A lot of this episode kind of also wrapped up a lot of the arcs for the season, particularly the Nadine, what's going on with her, we finally had rather a conclusion to the Jess and Alex story. And we seemingly end with a little bit of Abby's story, which is basically she liked BMXs. Um, that's a character you have to get used to, but I can't help but like her a lot. But she does have a tendency to say whatever the fuck that's crossing her brain, but I do as well. <laughs> So maybe that's why we relate so well. We start this episode with Nadine staring at the four horsemen of the apocalypse in the chapel when another sister comes in to tell her that Rudy is there all dressed up and trying to make awkward conversation with her peeps by referencing Happy Feet. When he did the Happy Feet little dance, I laughed awkwardly for a while. Because all you know he sees is the black and white theme, and he's just an idiot. Nadine is told by one of the nuns to be careful. She tells Rudy they can't see each other if he once he asks if they're a thing. Rudy says he understands. It's Jesus. He really can't compete with that. So he leaves in tears and says that they should call it Sad Feet. What's sweet is because he likes Nadine so much is that he's willing to change for her. That is a huge stepping stone in his character development is that meeting the right person once he knows what that thing called love is, that he is willing to step away from this rather terrible behavior. And he even tries to absolve for that by... (laughs) going to confession he said you're going to hell (laughs) when the uh actual priest says that you know that's fucked up he got a lot of things in his closet but he prays to jesus to let uh nadine stop being a nun so that they can make love sweet sweet love to express his feelings for her which has also caused him to attempt to read the bible and uh like i stated earlier go to church confess his sins Nadine is warned not to see him again and we don't know why but these nuns are very intentional about her not being out and about. Now that Alex has his penis back it's all about him and he is still admiring himself just about anytime he can. So when Jess tells him goodbye to get reacquainted with his penis he can't even be bothered to you know, at least say goodbye back because that's just what a polite person would say if they're not a narcissist. Gary asks why they're all so damn silently working when they're scrubbing during community service. 
Abby breaks them all down in a way that, yeah, I could see people not liking her, being like, you're a fucking bitch, but at the same time, you know, she's telling absolute facts. So she says that she's pessimistic about Rudy's future love story. Like, he's in love with the nun. That's not going to work out. Jess is thinking about her sexy barman. My favorite was when she keeps dragging the fuck out of Finn. Finn is thinking about her, but she's not thinking about him in that way whatsoever. And I'm trying to find myself because I don't know who I am. But she also has a lot of insight. You know, she says, I'm looking for connection. I'm not finding her. It's making me depressed, uh, but also horny as hell. And she thinks she can fuck the pain away. Gary tells her to hold on to that pain that he seems to be very intimate with. I think he's in love with Finn and he can't do anything about that because, you know, (laughs) he's his probation uh, or pro, what do you call that? Probation? No, he's the worker. Train? No? Why do I keep thinking probation? He's his, um, I don't know what they call it. I, I feel like there's a word for it, but I, it's not coming to me right now. Juvenile offender. I'll go with that. Because he was looking at him when he says, like, your guts are strangling your heart. And then, Finn, for some reason, was like, you know, he was agreeing with that, but not because he has those same feelings for Gary. But I could see Gary possibly misinterpreting that because he's thinking about Jess. He says it's good for the soul. Alex is flirting with all of the girls. And uh, I will say I had to agree with Jess. Like, yeah, you're searching for yourself. But at the same time, you're making a hole of yourself. Lifting your leg like that ain't no reason for you to be doing that other than to say I'm this limber. And you know that's her man. Shit face, because that's what I like to call him, is still trying to find an in anywhere. And she tells him, if you're so obsessed over him and why are you looking at him like that, why don't you go over there and see his cock? And the way she keeps clearly saying any interest in him i mean it also made the end of the episode really like it, it made jess look bad but i also know why <laughs> no <laughs> you big piece of shit there. and if you want to act like you haven't you know that's between you and your conscience but sure you know you've went to a dude that you really ain't even into like that just because you want to feel better about whatever even got to be another dude but him checking alex would have been a friend thing to do if it wasn't out of some petty need of his own jealousy and as if she needed it as well like she ain't blind she really wanted to go put a stop to that she could have stood up and went over there and put a stop to that but as uh, abby pointed out to her she really ain't trying to fight for that shit she didn't even claim her territory she didn't even try to claim her territory <laughs> uh so i did laugh extra hard when his punk ass got uh punked out talking about i'm gonna tell you boy get out of my face nadine sneaks away to go see rudy and the two spend a very sweet romantic afternoon together as she explains she's only ever been surrounded by a deep foreboding She's then kidnapped by the nuns before things can go any further. 
his confession to god was very sweet in the bathroom as he's trying to atone for all the bad things that he is he knows he's not the best person and that she is someone who's pure and good and he wants the chance to cherish her he admits that in the locker room the next day that there are shitters and people who get shat on he's a shitter that's now been shat on and his heart has been broken and now he knows what it's like when he's walked out made sex with someone like who does that <laughs> uh he's a terrible human being abby tells rudy he has to fight for love and tells jess she isn't into alex as much as she wants to and she ain't trying to do anything about what's happening so jess calls her a bitch finn's desperation does him no favors he runs to the nunnery um before having a very intense conversation with gary uh but they're holding to the group rudy that is to ask the gang to help break her out and only abby is actually motivated about his life situation but they all go with abby reminding them once they don't have a plan that they do have powers and they even make the remark we should use them more often they successfully break out nadine so that she can have her love story <laughs> with uh rudy alex is cheating Jess catches him and that's over. Abby and Shitface also stumble into sex, though it's clear she really isn't into him and is numb and looking for any type of feeling. Like even when she was about to be murdered, she was like, I feel alive and that's the only feeling I've ever had. So she's absolutely emotionless. She really did shake his hand afterwards. Jess goes looking for a rebound, feel better. But Abby got there first. His come coming out of her in that hallway. As disgusting as that was, that is accurately how the shit goes down. Like you, you're prone to gravity, man. And that's why you clean up afterwards and you nasty for not cleaning up afterwards. But a lot of things went on so i guess but she feels like the type that don't clean up after herself everyone has sex in this episode because nadine and rudy consummated their love as well but once discord happens because alex comes to the community center to apologize uh why would he go you like me you are so pathetic and then decides that's enough to get up in alex's face but he is punched out real quick and this causes uh the four horsemen of the apocalypse to appear on bikes because <laughs> that is what the big secret is for nadine anytime she is exposed to violence or discord this is what happens um and they are definitely all going to die because they are no <laughs> they are no match for four uh, ninjas with swords on bmx bikes uh abby being like oh they're both fighting over you you should pick one i was like girl would you shut the fuck up please shut the fuck up <laughs> she always trying to instigate something 
And I'm, throwing, I'm going, neither one of them is good for her. She should tell them both to fuck off. And I think by the end of the episode, I mean, she really liked Alex. She never liked Finn. Uh, they are chased back to the community center. Finn splits off with Abby and actually uses his powers proper. Alex ends up with Jess. And she tells him, look, you were a better boyfriend when you had a vagina. And he says, so is that it? What do you mean is that it? Your dick was in someone else. No, we're not getting back together. Uh, Alex gets stabbed through with the sword with Jess fending off the horseman with a fire extinguisher. They all end up back in the locker room watching uh, Alex bleed out. And she's like, I'm not even going to know the end of my story. Like, I'm not even going to get a plot arc before uh, we're all killed. And that's when Finn says, I'm going to need you to sugarcoat it. Okay, well, we're all going to be fine, except probably him. Um, Nadine says that, you know, this is my fault when Jess points out that the only way this ends is if Nadine dies. But Rudy isn't hearing any of that, declaring his love, this, that, and the other thing. So she says, well, fine, then we're going to go out there and face them together. Despite how much we really don't seem to get along. They're all willing to die for Nadine because they do at least know that she's a good person. So they're willing to die for her. And uh, Rudy goes to get the straws per normal to see who goes out first. But Nadine says she's happy to meet them all before giving herself up to the horseman. And Rudy has to watch his love die right in front of him. Alex, they get a call, needs a lung transplant. And I am dying at the fact that she don't know nothing about him and they supposed to be boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, all I know is he's a barman. I don't know if he got family. Y'all didn't think they had these discussions? <laughs> that tells you how superficial the relationship really was. And in the end, Jess needed to have sex. She needed to get back out there. She did, and this was not the best. Uh, at least it taught her something. He was a good person when he had a vagina. He just turned into the typical guy once he got his dick back. Um, Rudy mentions how Curtis told him about this girl he had where she uh, got a transplant and then was killed by cheese. <laughs> Meaning anyone who needs a transplant at all uh, probably is going to end up with a power. And we see that Alex is getting a transplant I did laugh really hard when Finn tried to ride that BMX and his balls, like I already know they were crushed so hard and I was taking great pleasure in that fact. Clearly the showrunners knew they were going to get a season five, but I think with that, you know, it being the last season, they really tightened up what they were doing with the story arc, the way in which they did the first two seasons. I can't debate that the, um, the type of, uh, storytelling changed a lot and I think it's just because there was a lot of new faces and they didn't have that build up but now that we know at least a, a few of them a lot better I think the fifth season does service those characters we did invest in and then you know the the later characters we have fun with we do have feedback so let's jump into the mailbag
Tina, it's me, Shy. I am here to talk about Misfit season four finale. We are finally saying goodbye to season four, and I'm sure it comes as no surprise that I am more than happy to say goodbye to this season and see what season five has to offer. Um, needless to say, this was not my favorite season <laughs> of the show. It's not even a close um last place it's like way last so um yeah and again with anything you know when you're trying to get to know new characters doing that new dynamics and all that good stuff it's either hit or miss and so so far it hasn't been a hit um but then again we've as we talked about before i think the one of the good things of going into season one because season one was a struggle as well at times um was the fact that i was more familiar with the actors um that were playing most of the characters so that helped to hang in there and things did get better um or i was i became invested in the characters a lot more and entertained by them and so it was kind of hard to connect with these characters um um the same and you know of course it has to do with the fact that we got to know other characters for three seasons and then now we got to have to get to know new ones and um the one that was returning i wasn't a big fan of and then the ones that joined um didn't like still don't like finn and um, I don't know, if you hear my son in the background, that's just him on, I don't know what he's doing. He's dreaming or something. Anyways, he doesn't understand uh, about being too loud. That's just not something he grasped the concept of yet. Um, but anyway, so, <clears throat> but I will say that um, for the most part, I like Jess. Um, I will say that um, her and the Alex dynamic, the way she acted, with Alex was a bit I didn't like it I felt like um she was more of a doormat and just not taking charge and not putting up with his shit and all that stuff instead she was just kept giving him giving him chances and I mean I get him being a pretty boy but even that you know and again I mean it wasn't like a lot of time went by um in that aspect either because I think it was just the next day this episode um was portraying so I get it she was gonna need a minute to uh you know go there or have that um revelation that this dude is not the dude that she had gotten to know when he had a vagina so <laughs> but you know she came to that um fortunately it took her seeing him cheating on her for her to fully get the picture but yeah but I like Abby I will say I like people like that that are straightforward tell it like it is um and maybe the fact that she can't remember anything gives her that extra bravado or maybe she this is her personality in general regardless but um so I really I'm really liking her character so the two females um I've liked um for the most part 
um but yeah the guy characters i'm with mimi i mean i know that's your your man christina but <laughs> um i mean rudy has his moments but you know overall i'm i've just not warmed up to his character so that's what two seasons of rudy and i'm still on the struggle bus with him sorry i had to pause my son was getting out of control with that screaming and howling like do you have to do all that when you're playing video games or whatever you're doing anyways back to what i was saying as for this episode um this one again was (laughs) i mean it is what it is you know i mean i get the I mean, I've gotten used to how this show operates, so it's just this is their their niche, their thing, what they do. Not too much character development that goes on. It's just that we go from zero to a hundred, and so that's just you know how they how they do things. And so yeah, the nun thing. I know you're saying oh, it's more to it than her being a nun, but. I kind (laughs) of, yeah, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, she conjures those up when she sees violence. Oh, okay, well, and then not exactly four horsemen, there are four dudes on a bike. So I got flashbacks of Simon, of the guy in the hood from season... (laughs) (laughs) oh or season one i don't remember now so um and of course i'm like why are four dudes on a bike having a hard time catching up to four people running or is it five people running yeah five people running they should have easily overtaken them but okay um yeah Uh, i'm not i mean i'm just gonna I'm not gonna do like I did last episode but to be fair I did say I was entertained by the last episode so it wasn't I wasn't hate watching and it wasn't a rant rant I was just going on and on about the absurdity of some of the things that went on in that episode but it entertained me I mean I was laughing I was so it just it's just one of those episodes and this was along those same lines to be honest so um so we're gonna see alex with some type of a power in next season um hopefully oh we have a probation officer that actually survived the whole season and is gonna go on to the next one so hooray for that even though hopefully he learns uh personal space that's kind of a thing that he's not quite mastered apparently hopefully Finn will not be his annoying self next season and his obsession with Jess even though he's sleeping with every other thing under the sun he's getting his penis sucked he's having sex at funerals and now he's having sex with Abby but you know I'm in love with Jess I want to be with Jess (laughs) like okay um so that's i'm like i'm done with finn please stop um i definitely agree christina he is such a man child it's like just um no it's just enough 
And of course, Rudy being gross Rudy, even when he's in love. I was like, oh, even when he's in love and supposedly wants to be with a girl, he's still obnoxious. Uh, and he's trying to get in her panties. And I'm like, dude, can Okay. But anyway, um, but I look forward to season five. Um, and, you know. That was shy with her thoughts on the episode. So I never would think you would hate watch because I know you just uh, wouldn't do it. This one <laughs> So, if you were done, you'd time, be done, and I would judge you not at all for it. So, um, I will say that uh, the few notes I did write, write a whole bunch, uh, that Jess does have, you know, low self-esteem. I think that's something that, while it's there, it's not prominently shown in the character. I know you said doormat. Eh, I mean, she definitely allowed herself to be more put up with a lot more but when you're young that's what you do i mean (laughs) i can't sometimes i do i agree and i find myself disagreeing when i'm looking at characters like that because i'm like on one hand yeah you should be treating yourself better i would want to see the exact same thing like why are you just letting them talk to you like that or, or treat you like that but on the same on the flip side of that sometimes that's the things that have to be learned and when you're struggling with your self-esteem um or you know even if you're not struggling with your self-esteem i think we've all been in a situation as women where we let men uh you know cross a line maybe later in life we would never let that happen again especially when we're young so there's there's that but um, you're correct. That was like really the second day of the relationship with him having a penis. He cheated real quick, but um, <laughs> I think that that's why she only could call Abby a bitch because she knew exactly what she was saying was 100% the truth. Part of her wasn't as in that it became more of she wanted something to happen that didn't manifest, but it's not as to say Alex wasn't a good person until he's shown or showed himself to not be you know a good person like he reverted back to his old behaviors um so sometimes the things happening in the storm you know could be for that that's usually the case where it's for the better or sometimes the worst for a person you never know um but now he is going to be given it seems a power so what does that um how is that going to change his character and I definitely don't think Rudy's a character for everyone, especially when he talks about shitting in his own bed. He's a, I have to, pardon me, I have to blank out. And it has been, well, you guys, I keep, this is not my first rodeo of watching this show. So that also, I had to remind myself last week, and I meant to bring it up, that, you know, I'm a little bit inured too of some of the things that go on that probably is a righteous first impression um but because i focus more on the character aspects and kind of ignore and push aside those things that i really consider to be childish writing to be quite frank because there's no reason why a character no one ever deals with a person who shits themselves that's not an attractive quality for any man and yet they feel the need to give these characters these types of traits that no self-respecting person can really come back from so either i have to be like okay i have to put that aside 
and get to the heart of the character or this is just a disgusting thing i think i've gone back it's the same thing with with nathan's character i just i really found him over the top disgusting <laughs> and i felt the same feel the same way with rudy um but i always felt that i found found a lot more heart in that character but i don't expect him to be everyone's flavor uh and i really like joseph gilgun too that's not i mean i'm familiar with the actor and that's something that you brought up the the familiarity with the actors definitely um if you know them and you're you're like i can trust where the where they're going um because they usually deliver that's a that's a huge i think um something to be given some credit to of whether or not you can deal with a with a group of people that are kind of new and, and it's not like their chemistry all the complaints are valid uh, it's just a matter of how much it disrupts your own experience with the show this was lopsided for the most part i think it stayed mostly in the around the seven point if i had to average the season so definitely not the best of the seasons uh for certain so it's not an invalid criticism <laughs> whatsoever but I don't want to also get your hopes up that you're going to really love season five. That might not be your cup of tea either. Um, but I do find season five a lot more fun than season four, mainly because they really get back to the powers thing. They really have kind of stepped back from that, really uh, uh, influencing the story arcs. So getting back into that, that point of the, the plot is i think even with these this group would have probably added an additional element um and so i didn't let i didn't say anything about the horsemen on the apocalypse and bikes i actually chuckled out loud when it happened may i have watched good omens i don't know if you watched that show but all of the four horsemen of the apocalypse showed up on harley's so usually every iteration it's like <laughs> I, I watch a lot of shows where they never do the four. It's more of a joke to see how they reinterpret it versus an actualization of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Um, so there's that. I, I, I thought that was great, <laughs> to be quite frank. So that's just to each their own. I like that kind of comedy where they just riff on something that's oh so familiar in a silly type of manner to be a little threatening and then you know they had the I, 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 thought, I thought it was fun I didn't care if they didn't catch up with them I, that was not even the course collection right here so at 3.2 miles and at 6.8 miles on a BMX bike they that, that calculated math should match up where they've been <laughs> I know it's just like shut the fuck up Christina <laughs> yeah those things did not cross my mind but it, again <laughs> what what you take from your viewing experience um what else i think that was about it um yeah finn not being able he, he's but the thing about finn is he but i noticed with abby in this episode is that he genuinely like he's stuck on jess because he doesn't have anyone who likes him he's looking for someone who likes even the chick that he slept with only the one time that was supposed to make her jealous it's more like he's focused on this one thing because he has nothing else and it's really not to do with jess 
herself as much as it he's just weird period he's a weird weird person um but yeah <laughs> he, he when he asked abby oh so you like me like she clearly does not like you she even says i wouldn't even know unless we had sex and she wasn't even into it she's very numb i do like abby as well just because she's one of those people like I said earlier in the episode that just says whatever the fuck is on her mind even if it is not the appropriate thing to say but she also calls things like she sees it and uh yeah we do have a probation worker that did last to the end of the season gary is weird i will say that um a lot of his scenes i usually fast forward through <laughs> unless he's singing karaoke like he hits and misses as well um but yeah i'm i'm this was one of the shows i wanted on my journey of podcasting and getting all my feelings out in the world uh so i am looking forward to these last eight episodes and we do see some familiar writers i see wayne yip is back i missed him he actually was he did a lot of good episodes i believe in the first couple of seasons um but yeah uh if you want to join in the feedback blackercouch at gmail.com don't leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic